Chapter Six of *The King of Elfland's Daughter* by Lord Dunsany. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Six: The Rune of the Elf King. On the high balcony of his gleaming tower, the King of Elfland stood. Below him echoed yet the thousand steps. He had lifted his head to chant the rune that should hold his daughter in Elfland, and in that moment had seen her pass the murky barrier, which on this side, facing toward Elfland, is all lustrous with twilight, and on that side, facing towards the fields we know, is smoky and angry and dull. And now he had dropped his head till his beard lay mingled with his cape of ermine above his cerulean cloak, and stood there silently sorrowful, while time passed swift as ever over the fields we know. And standing there all blue and white against his silver tower, aged by the passing of times of which we know nothing before he imposed its eternal calm upon Elfland, he thought of his daughter amongst our pitiless years for he knew whose wisdom surpassed the confines of elfland and touched our rugged fields knew well the harshness of material things and all the turmoil of time even as he stood there he knew that the years that assail beauty and the myriad harshnesses that vex the spirit were already about his daughter and the days that remained to her now seemed scarce more to him dwelling beyond the fret and ruin of time than to us might seem a briar-rose's hours when plucked and foolishly hawked in the streets of a city he knew that there hung over her now the doom of all mortal things he thought of her perishing soon as mortal things must to be buried amongst the rocks of a land that scorned elfland and that held its most treasured myths to be of little account and were he not the king of all that magical land which held its eternal calm from his own mysterious serenity he had wept to think of the grave and rocky earth gripping that form that was so fair for ever or else he thought she would pass to some paradise far from his knowledge some heaven of which books told in the fields we know for he had heard even of this he pictured her on some apple-haunted hill under blossoms of an everlasting april through which flickered the pale gold halos of those that had cursed elfland he saw though dimly for all his magical wisdom the glory that only the blessed clearly see he saw his daughter on those heavenly hills stretch out both arms as he knew well she would towards the pale blue peaks of her elfin home while never one of the blessed heeded her yearning and then though he was king of all that land that had its everlasting calm from him he wept and all elfland shivered it shivered as placid water shivers here if something suddenly touches it from our fields then the king turned and left his balcony and went in great haste down his brazen steps he came clanging to the ivory doors that shut the tower below and through them came to the throne room of which only song may tell and there he took a parchment out of a coffer and a plume from some fabulous wing and dipping the plume into no earthly ink wrote out a rune on the parchment then raising two fingers he made the minor enchantment whereby he summoned his guard and no guard came 
i have said that no time passed at all in elfland yet the happening of events is in itself a manifestation of time and no event can occur unless time pass now it is thus with time in elfland in the eternal beauty that dreams in that honeyed air nothing stirs or fades or dies nothing seeks its happiness in movement or change or a new thing but has its ecstasy in the perpetual contemplation of all the beauty that has ever been and which always glows over those enchanted lawns as intense as when first created by incantation or song yet if the energies of the wizard's mind arose to meet a new thing then that power that had laid its calm upon elfland and held back time troubled the calm a while and time for a while shook elfland cast anything into a deep pool from a land strange to it where some great fish dreams and green weeds dream and heavy colors dream and light sleeps the great fish stirs the colors shift and change the green weeds tremble and light wakes a myriad things know slow movement and change and soon the whole pool is still again it was the same when alverick passed through the border of twilight and right through the enchanted wood and the king was troubled and moved and all elfland trembled when the king saw that no guard came he looked into the wood which he knew to be troubled through the deep mass of the trees that were quivering yet with the coming of alverick he looked through the deeps of the wood and the silver walls of his palace for he looked by enchantment and there he saw the four knights of his guard lying stricken upon the ground with their thick elvish blood hanging out through slits in their armour and he thought of the early magic whereby he had made the eldest with a rune all newly inspired before he had conquered time he passed out through the splendor and glow of one of his flashing portals and over a gleaming lawn and came to the fallen guard and saw the trees still troubled there has been magic here said the king of elfland and then though he only had three runes that could do such a thing and though they only could be uttered once and one was already written upon parchment to bring his daughter home he uttered the second of his most magical runes over that elder knight that his magic had made long ago and in the silence that followed the last words of the rune the rents in the moon-bright armour all clicked shut at once and the thick dark blood was gone and the knight rose live to his feet and the elf king now had only one rune left that was mightier than any magic we know the other three knights lay dead and having no souls their magic returned again to the mind of their master he went back then to his palace while he sent the last of his guard to fetch him a troll dark brown of skin and two or three feet high the trolls are a gnomish tribe that inhabit elfland and soon there was a scamper in the throne room that may only be told of in song and the troll lit by the throne on its two bare feet and stood before its king the king gave it the parchment with the rune written thereon saying scamper hence and pass over the end of the land until you come to the fields that none know here and find the princess lirizel who is gone to the haunts of men and give her this rune and she shall read it and all shall be well and the troll scampered thence and soon the troll was come with long leaps to the frontier of twilight then nothing moved in elfland any more 
and motionless on that splendid throne of which only song may speak sat the old king mourning in silence end of chapter six the rune of the elf king